the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All good. There we go. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show on this Monday. As the weeks fly by, we are what? On October 19th? October 19th, 2020. Easily the worst year since World War II in the United States. And uh, no end in sight. As we continue the lockdown. There's a great article. I'm sure many of you who follow the news have followed the, what are known as the Haredi, the, actually it means to tremble before God. Hared is from the verb to tremble in Hebrew. They're the ultra-Orthodox Jews you've seen in New York who uh, assemble for prayer and weddings and the like. And there's a uh, powerful uh, piece in the tablet that uh, speaks of these of these people as uh, going against the gods of our day. Have you seen that? Have you seen that piece? Oh, interesting. This guy is very good. Leo, well, I don't remember his last name, and I'm having the hardest time finding the uh, the piece. But it is uh, the guy. Here it is. Leo Leibovitz. That's it. Religion, science, and the religion of science. In this past week, I read about 407 articles, he writes, some in the Jewish press and some in national publications expressing absolute horror over the images of Haredi Jews, that's ultra-Orthodox Jews, protesting new COVID-related strictures. The stories all read the same. Here again were the bearded men in black fetishizing their benighted way of life and failing in their medieval misapprehension of scientific principles to fathom the threats posed by the virus. He writes well. What if he went to college? In so doing, they are a shanda. That's uh, what Jews use the term embarrassment, a shame. And are nothing like us, sophisticated modern Jews who are savvy and smart and responsible. Shame on them. In that spirit, allow me to offer a retort. In the fullest, truest, and most literal sense of these words, the Haredim have shown themselves this week to be the real American Jews, displaying dedication not only to the fundamentals of faith, but also to concrete American commitments like freedom or fairness, or for that matter, science. Consider the following. As of this writing, 8,795 medical and public health scientists and 22,290 medical practitioners have signed the Great Barrington Declaration, which I read to you last week, 
which was authored by three epidemiologists from Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford universities, and argues that keeping our current lockdown policies in place, quote, will cause irreparable damage. Their reasoning seems to have struck a chord with the World Health Organization, which this week reversed its position and admitted that the only thing the lockdowns managed to achieve was condemn millions to poverty and misery. Many of them live in small spaces, that is speaking about these ultra-Orthodox Jews, which means that the lockdowns themselves were a major cause of viral transmission in Haredi neighborhoods. The Haredi Jews, unlike the swarms of armchair public health experts who propped up to offer their unreasoned opinions online, understood the effects of the lockdown intimately. That's because many of them live in small spaces with large multi-generational families, which means that the lockdowns themselves were a major cause of viral transmissions in Haredi neighborhoods. It's also why this community suffered so gravely while observing the lockdowns from the very beginning and why the death rates in New York were so high. It hardly takes a medical degree to realize that when you lock families together in tightly packed buildings, those already at risk are going to suffer gravely. The same thing happened in New York's nursing homes, turned by Governor Andrew Cuomo's murderously malfeasant policies into death factories. Considered against this background, Haredi behavior is eminently sane. Forget the cherry-picked shots of young maskless men thronging together for this happy event or that. You, you, would, you would have found such images in any community in the city had you bothered looking. Here, for the most part, was a community engaged in rational, evidence-based behavior, based on their own values, which in fact accord with the recommendations of a large and increasing section of the public health community. It's the rest of the city and a large section of the country who've gone nuts, fetishizing lockdowns and embracing a host of measures which, by normative public health standards, are causing far more harm than the virus does. Uh, Far more harm than the virus does. What then can the nattering nabobs who prattle on about science while disdaining its core precepts, learn from the Haredi community two major lessons. First, how to be Jewish, and second, how to be American. Anyway, it is. we've got to put the article up. It's from the tablet. It's. Uh, I'll, I'll read more later. You see these Haredi guys, the young guys with the American flag? The only people who don't bow down... To the secular gods are religious people, the Christians who gather in churches like Jack Hibbs and our, uh, our friend McCoy. Rob McCoy. Those are the two I know of. But I always said the, the truly religious Christian and the truly religious Jew have much more in common than separates them. If values matter, and behavior for that matter. The reason we're all wearing masks outdoors is not to prevent ourselves from getting sick and dying. It's to serve as walking billboards of state-imposed fear. Heather McDonald, who isn't even religious. 
You don't have to be religious not to bow down to the false gods of the age. But disproportionately, they are the only ones doing so. I think Heather would, would take it okay if I said, God bless Heather McDonald. You think, you think so? She's been on the show a lot. We share a love of classical music. She even came to my concert when I conducted the Haydn Symphony at uh, Disney Concert Hall. Seems like uh, a lifetime ago. We are living in an age of hysteria. Hysteria is very dangerous, more dangerous than a virus. The virus does its damage and then goes away. Hysteria does its damage and the damage stays. The warped minds, the warped hearts. Talk about warped hearts, not allowing people to die with a loved one present. You don't find that cruel? It all started with Andrew Cuomo's moronic comment, everything I do saves one life, I'll sleep well at night. It's a new criterion in public policy. Does it save one life? The chances of 200,000 people dying solely because of COVID are zero. This is from the CDC's own reporting. That if a person had COVID and died of something else, you still list it as a COVID death. Anyway, it'll be very interesting to see excess deaths this year compared, not to last year, but to the year before last year had very low, and, and see what happens next year. Because so many people close to death died this year that there may be fewer excess deaths next year. one Prager 776 is the number here. I'll open up the lines to uh, whatever you'd like to ask me or comment in regard to this. While there is a break, I ask you to please go to my website, DennisPrager.com, and click on the Alliance Defending Freedom banner. This is a remarkable organization. They're fighters. We have to help fighters. Give them money. They give free legal counsel on freedom issues up to the Supreme Court. The ADF banner. Please click on it now on my website. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. Hi, everybody. I want to remind you about keepamericaamerica.com. Please visit it. 
much obliged, my friends. Got a country to save. Indeed we do. So one of the uh, leaders of BLM has signed a deal. The trained Marxist, as the Daily Wire put it, that's what she called herself. BLM co-founder Patrice Cullors, Inc.'s Warner Brothers TV deal. We have corporate fascism in the country. And in two ways. One, there are so few corporations that own almost everything. The left, uh, this is a leftist argument too, they're right. But uh, they should be thrilled because they all act to uh, buttress the left. The self-proclaimed Mark, trained Marxist co-founder of Black Lives Matter signed a deal with Warner Brothers Television Group last week, which intends to elevate black voices on television and promulgate the agenda of her organization. Wow. Building on her political activism, the Los Angeles native plans to work with the studio to develop scripted dramas and comedies, docu-series, and animated programming for children, young adults, and families. Wow, that's great. You can learn to hate America now from Warner Brothers. The Warner Brothers are rolling in their graves. They loved America. And you know that history. Nobody loved America like the Warner Brothers did. This is really something. You can cry. Wow. As a longtime community organizer, I love that term, community organizer. It means someone who can do nothing else except raise trouble. And social justice activists. I believe that my work behind the camera will be an extension of the work I've been doing for the last 20 years. Colors added. Well, it'll be interesting to see if people watch it. What do you think? Huh? You don't know? Yeah, I guess we don't know. It's owned by AT&T. It's owned by AT&T, that's I know. Doug in Denver, Hello. Dennis, you there? I am, in fact. Oh, thanks very much. Well, I've been listening to you since I was a teenager in L.A. Uh, religion on the line. I used to fall asleep in bed listening to you late at night. So that that is some compliment. Here, so. That that <laughs> I really am touched. Dennis, listening to you put me to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, but did, well, you kept, how about this? It kept me up too long at night. I, I, I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm, to- I'm totally on board. Thank you. No, I know. But here's my question for you. Let's say the Democrats sweep, pack the court, left take over. I mean, it looks like a Marxist future. What do we do? Do we do we do we become like Jews and isolate ourselves and keep our values going? Do we stay in our areas? I'm in Denver and Colorado, and it's obviously gone hard blue here. What do we do? Do we escape to places, make a strategic retreat? Well, I'll have I'll have a better answer after the election. Uh, I and when confronted with the issue. I will offer some thoughts. I'm, I'm not evading your question, and I never evade a question. So uh, I'll give you some tentative thoughts. We have to, yes, we will have to retreat. Uh, to a, We will have to fight, but also retreat. The, we have to retreat primarily from the, uh, from the educational system. Uh, 
Your, your children are brainwashed with evil from a very early age. Uh, they become ingrates. They become jaded. They become unhappy. They become bitter. And they reject their parents' values. Other than that, schools are fantastic. So we have to get out of the schools. We have to create our own schools, and we have to homeschool. So that's the uh, that, that's a, an, an obvious answer that uh, has to take place. We have already retreated from the mainstream media, so there's not much more we could do. I mean, the, the, the any, anyone interested in truth doesn't read the New York Times. People interested in leftist propaganda read the New York Times. So it's a, it's a very it's a very serious problem, but that's that's what I would recommend. The, the, what do we physically? What do we physically? Physically, do? I I, mean, can, I, I think it was Ben. Think ben Shapiro to ben, states and so forth. Yeah, Ben Shapiro had an interesting. I think it was Ben Shapiro. I, he, he had an interesting. I think he said it to me. I uh, or he said it when we were on the same panel a couple of weeks ago. And he he said, "Look, there are ten million Republicans in California." That's a staggering number. And if just a tenth of them moved to Arizona or to Texas or Florida, that would uh, ensure that those states stay blue. And uh, that was a fascinating understanding. California has been destroyed by the left. This vibrant, lively, happy state has been rendered miserable and impoverished and uh, fecal matter is the new symbol of the uh, of the state. So uh, I think there will be, to be honest with you, Doug, I think there will be a sort of movement of Americans into congenial areas of values, which makes perfect sense. It's nothing to do with race. It's nothing to do with ethnicity. It's all about values. And what the only thing that happens is what happens is that the conservative states function well, uh, and then like like Florida, and so New Yorkers move there and then ruin it. New Yorkers are the perfect example, and Californians are the perfect examples of the threat of immigrants who hold different values than the society. Ann Coulter was right from the very beginning of noting that immigration is the issue. Among, among the five people who most hurt this country, Ted Kennedy would have to be considered one of the five that most hurt this country. And he was, he was lionized. Because the left lionizes those who hurt the country. There's, there's something twisted in that world. One eight Prager seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six. I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. Hello, my friends. I'm with you, Dennis Prager. Now you just—I'm looking at the living water, my producer. You just received an email from a friend. Could you please read it to my audience? To my listeners, this is now the voice of Mr. Estrin. Yeah, I just uh, just got this, and here's what it says. My 91-year-old uncle died. 
They are attributing it to COVID, but it really wasn't COVID. He had COVID a few weeks ago, and they sent him home from the hospital. He had cancer and other issues, went back to the hospital a few days ago, and didn't make it. Thank you. That's right. That's what they do. The 200,000 number is a fraud. Everything the left puts out is a fraud. Much of what the uh, the uh, state apparatuses put out are frauds because truth is not a left-wing value, and they're increasingly admitting it because they hold, as the Stanford professor I read to you last week holds, objective, ob- objective, what is it? Just their ob- objectivity is phony. You should not strive for objectivity. You should strive for social justice. I was on a panel yesterday with three terrific colleagues, and Seb Gorka was on the panel, the founder of Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk, and Larry Elder and and I were on a panel for the uh, L.A. station, AM 870, The Answer, KRLA. Larry made a point that I have uh, made from the beginning. And uh, as usual, Larry is just terrific. He combines a, a staggering memory and knowledge base with common sense uh, and reason. I mean, it's he's rare. And he pointed out, he said, you know, we, we American people, we allowed this. We started this. As soon as we, we uh, the government told restaurants, you can't have a smoking section. And he said, I hate cigarette smoke, as I do, by the way. I hate cigarette smoke, too. But as soon as we, we said, okay... No problem. You could tell you could tell restaurants what to do. And of course in the name of health. And then it just steamrolled. In Burbank, near where I live, Burbank, California, cigar you cannot smoke in a cigar store. You can buy cigars, but you can't smoke there. So people cannot voluntarily be around secondhand smoke because the epidemiologists lied to us about fifty thousand Americans dying. That's when I started to have contempt for many epidemiologists, not all by any means. There are as many honorable epidemiologists as there are honorable lawyers. Okay? That doesn't mean there are no honorable lawyers. There certainly are. But we all know that there are many dishonorable lawyers, ambulance chasers, as as an example. I don't know why you think that there is more honor among scientists than there is any other group. I'll tell you why, because you worship science. I don't care if you worship science. I mean, I care, but I don't care as much as worshiping scientists. That's like saying, you know, I worship, uh, because I worship God, I therefore worship clergy. Okay? Scientists are the clergy of scientism. And they are, they are, but they're not just clergy, because no, no Christian or Jew worships clergy. But the, uh, the left worships scientists. Experts say, that's all you need. It's like, thus saith the Lord. What the believing Jew or Christian hears in the prophets, thus saith the Lord, the secular leftist here hears in experts say. 
Like they capitalize black, they should capitalize expert. Because they have a divine status. That's what happens as soon as you start the ball rolling. Oh, yeah, government can control X because I don't like X. Oh, yeah, government can control hate speech. So then everything that the left doesn't like is hate speech. That's the problem with encroaching government laws. They never stop because there is no goal line. The goal line is totalitarianism. That's the danger, my dear friends. The total, I've said it all my life, and I'm sure that half of you thought it was a throwaway line. Leftism is totalitarian in its nature. There is no exception. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. By the way, it looks like I will be conducting another trip to Israel. We get many hundreds of you, and they're life-changing trips, and it'll happen in October of next year. If it does not happen in October of next year, uh, I will go anyway. <laughs> and anybody who wants to come with me should come. <laughs> it's going to happen October of next year, a year from now. You know. The question is whether people will freak out. Uh, a lot of people have, conservatives too. I, I am stunned at the fear that has overtaken many Americans. I want to take a challenge here because uh, it's, it's an important one to clarify what I say. Philip in Chicago, hello. Hey, good morning, um, Dennis. Thank you. Right. Um, you just mentioned Israel. Israel is about to shut down. I know your 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 opinions are always honest, so I'm not going to ask for your honest opinion because I already I promise you that. But Herman Cain was that real? Was uh, Chris Christie was that uh, was that fake? Uh, the first lady in Byron was that real? And if they are, whatever your answer is, how many thousands or hundreds of thousands or five to ten? How many deaths do you really attribute to coronavirus? Okay, so everyone who gets COVID, it is real. I never even suggested otherwise. What I said was, like the uncle of this man, and the CDC acknowledges it. If you die of something else, but you had COVID, it is listed as a COVID death. And only 6%, I believe that is the figure, I'm not absolutely certain, of the 200,000 plus deaths were only attributable to COVID. So uh, the the number is is not truthful. COVID is truthful. So COVID is not a hoax. The number is okay. fraudulent. So why, I'll say, say if everybody wear masks, would that bring those numbers? I don't know. Would they make the numbers more real? Would they bring the numbers well, down? I mean, if everybody right. wear a mask. If everybody, so, okay, I mean, if, if everybody wore a mask, I am I am agnostic on that question because... I read the New England Journal of Medicine report from July, which said that it only works indoors, and uh, even indoors, the only time there's real risk is if you talk face-to-face for more than 10 minutes, which is pretty rare. So, uh, uh, and of course, people are not wearing them on airplanes when they eat, and they're two inches from each other, and that somehow people find all right. Baseball players celebrate. Oh, Go ahead. Wasn't that White House, uh, House event for the the uh, uh, Supreme Court? Wasn't that an outside event? 
Yeah, and so and some people got the virus. Right, you're right. So some people will get the virus. So that you see, I, I as I told you, I'm agnostic. I don't know enough science uh, to. I have common sense, which is as good in many ways, but not always. And I so I'm agnostic. I don't I don't take a, a strong position on that. But I do take a strong position on understanding that the society pays a terrible price for masks. We are dehumanizing human intercourse. That's also a price. We act as if the only price is who will get COVID. I think there's a bigger price that kids will not see people's faces for a year. (laughs) That's true. I mean, it's not funny, but it's kind of true. But the fact that I'm an African-American... Okay, let me ask you the question. Is it true that it's affecting more African-American and older and sicker Americans? Well, the older is definite. I mean, that's true everywhere in the world. I mean, if, if, if you took uh, the older out of the Swedish equation, almost nobody died. Uh, and here, overwhelmingly, it was, you know, New York and the nursing home, New York, New Jersey nursing homes. Anyway, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say about the data with regard to uh, uh, black Americans. I, I just don't know. I don't know enough science. I, why do you, I assume you, th- you do believe that blacks are disproportionately, are they disproportionately dying or getting COVID or both? I'm, I'm, I'm understanding. I mean, Herman King is really the most, I mean, not the perfect example, but he's, he, he's an example that, uh, that sticks out to me. Right. Well, if he is an example, it has nothing to do with being black because he was wealthy, very wealthy. And, and you know, so it, it, he's a terrible example because the argument is that blacks being generally socioeconomically disadvantaged are more liable uh, not to get proper treatment or whatever. So Herman Cain is actually an argument for it not being race-based. But I, I don't know on that one. I just don't know what to say. You're a good caller. I appreciate it. It's very important for me that you hear me clearly. I don't care if people agree with me. I only care if people cite me accurately. That's uh, that's the issue here. Uh, very good. Uh, David in Downers Grove, I- Illinois. Hello. Yes. How you doing, Dennis? Okay. Thanks for having me on your show, and God bless you. I appreciate everything you have to say and your viewpoints and the fact that you're trying to make a difference. Thank you for that. Um, just, um, I grew up in Africa in Zaire. My parents were missionaries. was born in Canada, abroad, by American parents who um, were there learning French so they could speak French when they went to Africa. Um, and then my parents took a year-and-a-half-old and a, a six-month-old out to Africa uh, where we took hydroxychloroquine uh, every week to try to avoid getting malaria. Right. The nastiest, most bitter little white pill you could ever put in your mouth. Um, Remember it like it was yesterday. I'm 52 now, um, and I'm just very upset. Been banned from Facebook now. Two two more 30-day bans. I have as many bans of anybody you could ever find. And what... what, Right. What have you... you, What have you put up that they've caused to ban you well most recently i did repost a meme that um um that basically um suggested to democrats that they make sure they aggressively go to the polls on november 10th and and you know vote um but it was a repost of a meme that was already on facebook and obviously it's against 
their community standards for me to suggest some type of voter suppression um, when really that's what they're all about. So for that, you were, you know, look, uh, something has to be done with the tech companies. Something dramatic. The Dennis Prager Show. By the way, apropos the last uh, call, which I appreciated, uh, the people who got, apparently the people who got the uh, virus in Washington, they were not at the, it was not the outdoor event, but the indoor event which followed it. It was a smaller indoor gathering. This is from my uh, ever cognizant source. There you go. Okay, my friends. We have a doctor calling in from San Diego. Dr. Neil Berkowitz, hello. Hi, Dennis. How Hi. are you? Hi. What, uh, what's, your feel? what's your specialty? I'm in family practice, Dennis, and I've been in family practice and private practice for 36 years in San Diego. And um, this is, if anything is in my wheelhouse, it is this whole business about these infectious diseases and viruses. That's what I've been doing for 40 years. Mm-hmm. And I know that it is our immune system that protects us against all the viruses, bacteria that are surrounding us at all times, that are in us, that are around us. And most people, most of the time, stay completely well because it is that immune system that is protecting us. And there's lots of different defenses we have. To think that a mask or social distancing has makes any difference at all is just ridiculous. I know that's what you hear all the time, and I can understand why people who just hear from these so-called experts that that is the case would believe it. But I think that people who should know better, like Dr. Fauci and the Surgeon General and... Um, so what they, animates them? They know. Well, there's no question the political basis of it because to to promote social distancing and masks is one of the linchpins. I'm probably going to be accused of racism for using that word. But anyway, that is one of the linchpins on which the whole lockdown depends. If you can discredit social distancing and mask wearing and just show that it is completely invalid, the whole justification of the lockdown crumbles. The other linchpin is calling healthy people who just happened to test positive cases. Not in my entire career or my life I've ever heard of such a thing, where healthy people who are tested positive are called cases. Excellent. Most people think that those people are sick. They're not sick. They're completely healthy. And if they spread it to other people, it makes no difference. Those people are also completely healthy. But you need to test hundreds of thousands of healthy people to get a large number of cases and then you can justify shutting things down and closing schools. Right, but cases and don't mean anything. That, 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 that's so, excellent. Sorry to let you go. You're uh, you're a delight to talk to. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's the story, my friends. Still can't enter a restaurant. October nineteenth, I cannot enter a restaurant and eat a meal in Los Angeles. Just saw a report on how many more millions are unemployed in America. It means nothing to the people who support these lockdowns.
Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a trained engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 